Ghana Talks Radio. Ghana Talks Radio. This is big. This is big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah. Ecstatic, maybe. Yeah. Nobody feeling that way I'm feeling tonight. Yeah. And I have the hope that things will be alright. Yeah. So we're feeling alright. As we are the Lord, we are hoping say that one day things go better. Jaleo, Jaleo. Yeah, good morning and welcome to Ghana Talks Radio in the morning with me, Lance Haruna. Time for the new super review segment uh, here on, on our studio. And today, this morning, we there a lot of interesting, uh, interesting uh, what do you call it, the headlines or from uh, yeah, headlines in the front pages of our new space. I just want to kick start right into them, starting with the daily graphic, which has we need morally upright judges. President Akufuado declares as he swears in new chief justice. Uh, same on still on the daily graphic, information minister commands the graphic for digitizing archival materials and tourist arrival surge usa india nigeria china top list where is ghana on the list uh the ghanaian times has new chief justice takes office bring anna to judiciary president tax justice jedru tokuno and the segment housing project case eg first additional witness statement so far how is this particular case going and we also have still on the ghanaian times mr uh, ghana regains first position in gold production uh this one last minister mr samoa abu jinapo and then 37 military hospital ordered to release man's death report to family charlie <laughs> is that is that you <laughs> Charlie, this 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 is our country. Our health facilities. So the Chronicle has uh, on this page. Let me see. Uh, Baumia's BMW in action at Tennessee market. Uh, Absa staff breaks into customers' account. Alleged allegedly steals 1.2 million cities from late from a late IGP. High court judge and others. Charlie, this part, this this staff. <laughs> you feed the big people their account. They go to 1.2 million. Uh, Ghana city, and then also in the Chronicle we have how. Mimpea same chiefs got a coup for the furious. Uh, this I think this one is this is the issue about the standing up for the national thing. I'll just let uh, my my guess uh, what do you call a highlight that I wanted to be for us. Right, that's patriotism or that's misdirected patriotism. We see how we'll try and peruse that in the show. Uh the graphic business uh, it has on the front page DDEP conundrum labor rejects new debt proposal to restructure 2.7 billion pension funds i don't know why 
after the domestic debt uh, exchange that the, the government initiated and completed there are still a lot of issues uh surrounding restructuring and what new proposals this proposal took a lot of haircut at that time oh. still you still want to do more proposals to cut more hair again let's see what's happening on a new crusading guide in the front on the front page it says i saw quite mp rally support for alan as he files nomination forms okay uh, education minister commended for his leadership role in the education transformation agenda this this is very very interesting uh, what do you call it highlight because a lot of people are complaining about Ghana's education system right now uh, so what, what will be the merit in commending him but that's what is on the news crusading guide also we have Akufado charges new chief justice the same headline from the other uh, other newspapers the ABC news has MPP has a message for to election 2024 Baumia assures uh, MPP has achieved more to win 2024 and Akufado commissions newly constructed psychiatry building at Kolebu Hospital. The anchor, uh, Ghana reclaims top spot as number one goal producer. Labor minister attributes fees to government policies and programs. Uh, also on the anchor, we have Mediama SC historic victory unites Takwa as vindictive politicking disappears for celebration. And then whole police refusing to invite boxing DCE weeks after victim launch what do you call it <laughs> launch a complaint uh there's a story still on the anchor it says we dated years ago but ex black stars player speaks after us-based Ghanaian short wife killed himself wow uh the business analyst we have adb presents 1 million uh to 2022 national best farmer in fulfillment of pledge that's i think that's a very good move one million is better than the bicycles and the and the distance that they've given them and then we have moody's upgrades ghana's local currency ratings from ca to caa3 stable outlook maintained imf program others could help ghana improve its credit rating uh the bog efforts to dumping inflationary pressures now impacting on economy significantly and then lastly on the business analysts we have ghanaians are suffering because economic policies favor a few ex deputy minority leader assessed that's that's for that one that's true because but we'll, we'll still look at that one daybreak we have daybreak here freedom and truth he said mama in court of mama in court over 2024 eligibility i don't know what this issue is but we'll look at that one if we still have time and i my colleagues are for alan lambu cmp the alan boymerstein the mps are just speaking size of and mpp vice presidential aspirants july 3 we'll look at that case and which I, this is a very serious this is a very interesting one for bagwe he says i prefer death to lgbtq in ghana speak up bagwe <laughs> this lgbtq thing the way they are the advocacy is strong uh then lastly i think let me just look at this new super uh the national voice the same thing about the justice new justice and the education minister uh he says afcta bans trade on second hand clothes this is this is big news for the the people all of us overseer our work with uh, NDC leadership to ensure victory for Mahama he has been speaking and he has been banned about uh, his was bashing the MPP government for being quote unquote reckless and wasteful and imprudent to the end to the people of Ghana Charlie all I saw his statement he said I laughed out like, what kind of words are these but that's it the, I think this time the NDC says now nah, they want to call a speed a speed and just but 
those has been a headline let's start let's start uh with the daily graphic uh, let's start with the with the justice uh, the new chief justice story and i'm here with uh mr Franque. uh he's a act activist and my colleague at the faculty of law university of ghana who to help me with the discussion uh cinnamon good morning welcome all right good morning a lot a lot is happening a lot is happening in our news so but uh let's begin with the new chief justice uh, yesterday, Justice Gertrude, I think Gertrude or Gertrude, that name, I don't know, <laughs> Gertrude Tokono. Gertrude. Yeah, Gertrude was sworn in as uh, as the new Chief Justice. She comes in to replace, uh, she comes after just the outgoing Justice Enin Yebua. Uh, the story is just that we need morally approach just Prezako for the charges. Her as his dress in. This is actually the third Chief Justice under President Akufuado, and she's the third uh, female uh, Supreme Court well, Chief, Chief Chief Justice in Ghana. For you, a lot of people, I don't know, we have a very, very, very diverse uh, view on the judiciary. What do you make of the judiciary even before her and then once she comes in? What, did, what do you expect of her to? All right, so um, before I begin, I would want to say a good mm -hmm. morning to. Uh, listeners and uh, viewers as well we are online too um, about the judiciary <laughs> it's a very tough question <laughs> especially when <laughs> we find ourselves as uh, students of the law uh, and all of that uh, but like I've always said truth stands uh, we may not have it our opinions entirely right but then from our anger what we see is what we see so if you'd ask me um, I think so far so good i would say that um from my observation in the last um 10 years i can say that there's been some progress mm -hmm. um, or development mm -hmm. in terms of matters relating to the judiciary yeah. but like i always say there's still room for improvement because mm -hmm. if we claim to be a country that's um, a star mm. of democracy because, then it's yeah. important that the judiciary which is supposed to yeah. interpret whatever the laws, laws yeah. <laughs> we, we are supposed to ensure that <laughs> things right. are done there rightly and if you talk about the challenges that they are facing they are diverse they are mm. diverse mm. some administratively some has to do with character of people yeah. the morals of people yeah. they, are, they are diverse some and also politics political interference, political interference. maybe I think one of the one of the I know I know this is the issue. This is not this is, but one of the most all the interesting thing I find about the judiciary is that I don't know why it looks like both parties kind of get their ways in different like in, by doing different stuff. I'm just trying to understand. For example, like we're looking at the 2020, like 2020 elections, one high court it may be Tamale will rule a case in one way, and the same kind of set of facts. This another different court, it may be Takura, they also rules differently, or they say basically the same set of facts. And I'm like, what has happened? And maybe this question is coming up because of the fact that the politician appoints the judge at a point in time, or especially those in the Supreme Court. Do you think that the fact that the presidency has can kind of hand in the appointment and the swearing of a chief justice kind of makes it look like it's easy for them, the person to influence any 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 court, any judge in Ghana? Sure. So I would say yes. Um, that's the reality. That's mm -hmm. what we see, because 
when there's consistency in how things are going especially when it goes in favor of a particular set then you can see confidently that um, there's some kind of bias and this has to do like you said with the loyalty once once i'm being appointed by someone i think i owe allegiance to the person i need to serve the person in that regard but like, like i've always said to the mere fact that someone appointed you doesn't mean you have to boot leak you understand because someone would have to appoint someone their systems but what i always say is when you know what you're about then loyalty would not be because in, in our world today people see loyalty as a virtue but if you ask me loyalty has never been a virtue to me and it's the reason why i would never enter politics full politics we are yeah, political you have, to, beings, you, have to, you have to enter politics <laughs> because no, but loyalty i think okay to, to, to the extent where the loyalty com- is, comes to com- make you compromise exactly i don't think that's and i think that's the most important loyalty is to be is, is to yourself in the sense that you are loyal to your values and your, your principles exactly but you know recently i know you remember uh professor the dean or dean atukuba professor Atukuba. he actually we did it he came up with a report sometime research work sometime finance and it wasn't easy with the dean. i think it was uh, the, the former cj sophia kofu just sure. sophia kofu brilliant woman Jale, if you read the judgments read the judgments exactly. but she wasn't happy with the fact that his, his conclusion was that those the judges actually rule for those who appointed them. Uh, do, do, you, do you remember that issue? I, I do. <laughs> and what do you make of it? Because it was a, it was a hot topic with TEE yeah. and, the, and the judiciary. So I think I I I, I agree um, to an extent with him because mm. consistently, mm. I think um, it started with the um, election petition yeah, yeah, yeah. by the NDC. And subsequently, there were issues that came up at the Supreme Court. And <laughs> at a point in time, we hear um, unanimous, 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 unanimous FC, FC, where you go to court and then you have all the, the, the judges mm-hmm. ruling in favor of the wow, sitting yeah, yeah, government. Yeah, yeah. And the uh, attorney general was winning all cases. Yeah, 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 it's, yeah. it's not automatic. Like I always say, when it comes to law, it depends on the circumstances yeah, yeah, and the fact yeah, of a case. Yeah. So it could be coincidence that um, the attorney general would have good cases yeah, 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 yeah. and series of um, cases. And when he wins, fine. But there were instances where, as an ordinary Ghanaian or as an open-minded folk, you can tell that this case, based on the facts available, you don't even need to go to court before you know that this doesn't make sense. But you go to court and then you hear that the, uh, the, the judiciary has ruled mm-hmm. in favor of the attorney general. So it was becoming something that was consistent. And mm-hmm. obviously, because we are in a highly opinionated yeah, yeah, world, yeah, people yeah, will just own, conclude yeah. and all of that. The judiciary, for me, we, and I think we all understand that the judiciary is a very, very important uh, organ of, of, of our, even our society, not even just government itself. Because its, it's, it's consequences are very far-reaching. The judiciary, in essence, if the law is not actually upheld, poor people are going to suffer more. For me, that's just one thing I don't know about law. I don't know that the law can reach everybody and law can punish everybody because that's what we all swear our allegiance to, right? Out in the Constitution. So, where the judiciary is not upright, then it means that a lot of people will suffer, especially, especially the poor, those who can't even afford better, uh, can't afford lawyers or something. But Still, the judiciary, the, one of the recent issues that they, the ruling, rulings that they made that a lot of Ghanaians didn't understand was the birth set issue. I don't know whether, <laughs> because they said the birth set is no proof of proof of uh, uh, citizenship. And the current chief justice was asked that question during her vet, and she responded that 
for her and i think in the face of the law the birth set was actually a process to acquire citizenship but not a proof of citizenship for you as an observer what do you make of that ruling and what do you make of the birth set itself as, a, as an institution okay so, course, yeah. mm. so thank you so i think mm. um i agree with them if they say that it is not a proof mm. of citizenship but um uh, one of the grounds by which you can acquire mm. citizenship but you, you see the, the law is open-minded you understand the law is not rigid mm. if the document that substantiates your citizenship mm. uh, uh, derives its foundation from the birth set then obviously in cases in in, in dire cases it is okay for you to accept that because the the main document is based on the birth set mm you understand entirely entirely on the bed set so in instances where the, the, or when you find yourself in situations where you need to substantiate someone's mm. um, citizenship it is only proper that so, you use it but for other purposes mm. people would want to use the the main document mm. that has been approved by the, the country or parliament mm. as, as as that source because let's say something like the ghana card mm. that we have now it has diverse benefits mm. so government will want to push that so that everyone can get a ghana card it's okay but you don't tell me that the mere fact that you want to push that, that agenda that means that you should trivialize the importance of the birth set because the ghana card itself had its source once uh, from apart the, from the other documents from one the from the birth set so we, sh we should be open-minded sometimes yeah. you don't have to be so rigid because of <laughs> political powers and all of that but is that to suggest that you think that the the, the, the supreme court was influenced in a way by the political in the political agenda i don't know um i would say um as, as, as law students we understand say, that but i know it, I, uh, interestingly that one thing that i remember i was watching uh osp last weekend just this weekend today on joy news and he mentioned he mentioned he said he made something a very silent comment like said that people who don't go have not go to law school like they say they know the law better than supreme court judges and lawyers anyway but the law for me i believe that the law is a law whatever the law says is what we should follow no matter what uh no matter how the layman may not understand but i also believe that the layman the law is coming from the layman we are the owners of the law we actually say that this law is good for us and not for us no and not good for us so when that law doesn't sit with the reasonable man actually the reasonable man on the street if he doesn't understand the law very well there's 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 the need to question it but do you see any improvement what do you see because there's the lgbtq still still heavy in ghana um she responded to that question to you but she said when she goes to the court is just her man is full of the law what do you think do you think that there's any case that there's any space for more advocacy f by the lgbt or finally it's going to be closed in ghana okay so um this is a very sensitive question yeah, yeah. <laughs> i remember after an interview i was asked that uh, question and uh, this is what i have to say mm -hmm. um when it comes to democracy mm -hmm. you see what we have to understand is that they are collaterals with everything that you do just uh, like uh -huh. so you you want to be a democratic country yeah, yeah. you should understand that being a democratic country comes with some advocacy level mm. it comes with people wanting their to interest their interest to surface, and yeah. all of that mm. you understand so obviously when there's democracy and it's existent in your country and it's highly mm. 
<laughs> recommended by people, even people outside. People would want to also feel free once you claim. Uh-huh. So we shouldn't be surprised when these things come up. Mm. It would continue coming, not now in years yeah, to yeah, come. But then again, we should also understand that context, customs, yeah, customs yeah. are part of laws. They influence our laws. Mm. You understand? Mm. And as Africans, we do not agree to um, same-sex marriages yeah, yeah, and all yeah. of that. So, in as much as you you have the privilege to push for your right and all of that customs are also prioritized Mm. again the issue about lgbt you want to have same-sex marriage no problem you can do it in your closet but the issue here is that you are not on your own no normally i i i um align that with um how do you call it suicide Mm. suicide it's your life and you want to take it why would that be made criminal recently it was decriminalized so for now it's no more uh, it's a mental issue now but um previously it was criminal yeah, 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 but yeah, someone yeah. will ask is my life and i want to take it it should tell you that you don't belong to yourself yeah that you are not your you are not yours you belong to a state you, to a state, bro. you understand yeah. and whatever you do affects people in a way yeah. so you could want to uh, have um, intercourse same, so, yeah. with with um, same gender mm. in a room but mm. at the end of the day when there are compl- complications mm. when you have the stds and all of mm. that you run back to the health centers mm. And the health centers were not built by you. It was mm. built by the government. Mm. And there would be pressure there. Mm. You understand? People would be influenced in a way yeah. as to how you go about your stuff. Yeah. So obviously, you can't just uh, can want to push. diplomatic, interested, asserting this question. But that's the truth of it. Whereas we understand that people have their rights in individual rights like not even we can't even classify them the rights right now but people have their rights to express to be whoever they want to be there's there's a need to actually have it in context like as you mentioned the custom the context of our society doesn't uh, doesn't what give room for that to be on the on the on the on the on the on the on the, on the, on the top so for me i just have an issue with the advocacy they are pushing it's too it's too strong it's too pervasive like it's like you are supposed to accept it i'm like bro i'm not supposed to accept it <laughs> so but if, if you recall yesterday i uh, mentioned something that mm-hmm. the um the ordinary Ghanaian is an extremist and given the opportunity yeah, yeah, yeah. they they abuse things mm-hmm. and in our world today people like to explore mm-hmm. we have a lot of people who are very adventurous so mm-hmm. people there are some people who think that they were born like that and would want to have same-sex um, um, uh, marriage and all of that. But there are people out there who are not like that, who don't have those mentalities. But because they see it and it becomes the norm, they yeah. would want to try it because yeah. they think that's the order of the yeah. day. Again, people, there are people out there, when you go out there um, to some areas in Accra, mm-hmm. you'd realize that the youth are, are involving themselves in all of these things yes, because, because of, because um, of financial yeah. situations. And so if you make it open, yeah. then it will be, it's yeah, just yeah. like, marijuana yeah yes you, you would understand yeah, with yeah, me yeah, I get, I get i'm it. one of those who, who who understand the economic benefits of that mm, yes. but because of how we abuse it mm. if if government should give room because there are laws in the country but the truth is that the laws are not enforced mm. and so yes there could be laws to restrict some of the things but i tell you this is ghana people would have their way they would <laughs> abuse and do go to an extent that no, we cannot yeah. even it's true it's true it's true i remember you know, do you know that I have a, a friend of mine who went for an interview and they were actually like recruiting gay people. Wow. Ghana here, like Accra, just Accra. And I was shocked. Wow. Like they do hook up for gay, like. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> like seriously. 
when he wow. came back from the interview and was telling me what what he saw what he learned i was shocked he went to the place and then they're asking him does he believe in lgbt rights is he a muslim say yes so he believes that, okay no but for me i don't believe in i don't like i don't like it and then they said oh that's all we, we do hook up for like homosexual so we are going to employ you to like to be like in between now when someone wants someone like that you look for the person and then connect them together and they will pay you 200 dollars at the end of the month in accra here wow serious that's I, like i said so that's so where, see, even with that even where we say we don't want and the law is going to be exactly see what's still happening in the system exactly. so imagine that it was free open charlie the system and, and i can tell you on campus some years back on campus mm-hmm. i knew friends who were were doing this like you were saying they mm-hmm. they link people up yeah. and it was a big time business for people mm-hmm. i know if Charlie, this, this country, they, let's move I think on, we should have a, a, a full discussion uh, for this no, some no, other yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, sure. No, yeah, seriously. But another another issue that's really the pages. Uh, let's look at the ascent of by election. Uh, the parties are gearing towards it. A lot of a lot of issues came up. A lot of accusations left right center from NDC to EC and MPP. The EC and MPP have come to re- react and what discarded those allegations. Now the campaign, the, the campaign is heated. Uh, for you, now the, I want us to put in the context of the Kumau by-election and the one happening in Asin North, where the allegation is that there's only development in the area when they are by-election by because there were a lot of road, road projects that were being taken in, in Kumau. Now the same thing is being replicated in Asin North. Looking at the number of MPs that we have in Parliament, the power struggle we have in Parliament right now, which party do you feel? will come up top okay thanks so much yeah so about a sin not yeah. it is a very tough <laughs> yeah, one yeah, very and, very and trust me this is um this by-election is going to be uh, more significant than kumawood Kuma uh, reason being that uh, kumawood Kuma we all know yeah. is a stronghold of the yeah, npp um when it comes to a sin not a sin not is to an extent a stronghold of NPP, but not entirely because, mm. um, yes, even though NPP has dominated over the years, I think in 1996 the NDC won the seat, um, in 2000, um, I think it was won by the yeah, NPP, okay. then uh, subsequent 2004 by the NPP, then 2008 Eight. by the NPP again, then wow. 2012 NDC, and then um, 2016 MPP again, wow. and then until so 20- largely, largely just an MPP seat. MPP, it's more a bit swinging when they when they get out when they go and vote for NDC. Exactly, a okay. bit swinging. So yeah. um, it's going to be significant because mm. one that is going to affect the balance in Parliament mm. because um, prior to the uh, annulling of um, Jacquesins J- Honorable Jacquesins um, citizen um, MPP. Like invalidating that. him exactly prior to that it was 137 137 yeah. with one independent candidate now ndc is down by one mm. and then this would have would tell if they would gain their balance again or they would lose mm. if the ndc should lose then it means that they would they would they would, they would lose they will lose. They will claim minority in parliament. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And then if the MPP wins, it would give them um, a, a good stand in parliament. Mm. So it is a very significant one. But uh, if you look at the dynamics of what is going to happen, I believe that over the period, people the people have shown some love to Honorable Jim. Uh, James Quachi. Jake Quisin. Yeah, Quisin. Yeah, and I can tell that in, in, in Ghana and in Africa, 
sympathy votes are real um it, the man has gone through a lot and i believe that following um the issues and all of that from interviews that have been granted by media houses and all of that uh, you can't say the um, the entirely, sample size yeah, yeah, sample is small, small but then i could tell that there are people who are sympathizers mm. of uh, uh the man because of what he has gone through mm. secondly people are going to also look at the economic situation mm -hmm. uh, 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 the Ghanaian is open-minded now so they will look at some other things mm -hmm. like you said there are, there are some road constructions being done yeah, other things in the, in the moment yeah, just to, yeah. to to to, to get the attention of but like but like it was said uh, in kumawood if you would realize even though it's a stronghold they lost a bit the the, the uh, number yeah, reduced yeah, yeah, yeah. the number reduced mm -hmm. but you cannot also discount the npp like i was saying it was yeah, no, the NPP, it has aggressive. been their stronghold yeah, and yeah. secondly the man who has been nominated to lead the party um, um charles Op opoku mm -hmm. um he also won uh, massively, massively by i think about 367 yeah, yeah, votes yeah, or something yeah. like that as against 100 so it's highly favored by it's highly favored and um from the research that i did is mm -hmm. actually known and um conversant with mm -hmm. things there so it's not going to be an yeah, easy yeah. one exactly i do so call elections let me know but I don't know. I feel like the MPP is more. I've not. I've not been to, on to the grounds. But if I the MPP, I will do whatever I could do to win legally to win that seat. And I think that's what they are doing. They are being aggressive and they are being focused on taking that seat back from from the NDC. Even though the NDC too is on the ground doing super marvelous work. But let's look at Parliament. Tell you we are in we are in June. Uh, if we are just left with just less than two years next year by this time to go to december it's not too far why do you think that that particular of advantage by any party in the parliament is important what can they do within that short time um, still yeah. there if you'd ask me still there are policies mm. that are coming up there are bills budget, budgets <laughs> <laughs> there are budgets that are going to be read trust me even a year can do a lot if you would recall i remember um when pres uh, former president mm -hmm. mahama was leaving office mm -hmm. there were there were laws that he passed oh, <laughs> even before some, a number of them some, some i think one some december bills <laughs> <laughs> i think one of them significantly was the national service um uh, allowance uh, which most of us uh, let me say benefited <laughs> it was a last minute <laughs> so, so i'm telling you people can be can be um, um radical and yeah, can with this, with this short time short time they, 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 they will do and even with the uh, LGBT bill and all mm. of that, people are waiting to see what the the stand of uh, Parliament and uh, even the President is going to be. Uh, things will be affected. Yeah, trust yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Trust me. Uh, as yes, as we are saying that my mind has been drawn to a lot because we're looking at the budget. Remember, I think the previous budget or the one before the the previous one, it wasn't easy to be passed. There was a point where we, there was even a declaration that the budget was was has failed to be passed in Parliament because of the numbers that both parties had and the kind of the foods that were were, were accrued in that particular uh, budget passing issue also the e, uh, or the e levy bill before when it went to parliament was very 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 well contested highly contested so that means that one single number could actually what change a lot for for parliament but let's see which party will, will end up being on top it's, it's, it's actually true that the sympathy votes may trigger in for uh the ndc but the way the NPP are showing aggressiveness on the on the ground, I don't know what those 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 spend more money. Uh, there there were allegations of uh, what they call vote buy in the in Kumau. Do you think something like that will 
but it's, but generally what do you feel about this vote buying thing in ghana like <laughs> we see it everywhere but it doesn't look like it's not even a problem again sure um i have a problem with that but i would i would say that i always have I've mentioned this times without number mm-hmm. that the the kind of leaders we have mm. <laughs> is changed from the kind of people yeah, that we are yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. We, we are the same mm-hmm. people because mm-hmm. we look at today the the ordinary Ghanaian doesn't look into the future we just look at today my pockets what what do i have to eat and once you have that that is all because if just imagine i i have friends who wanted to compete uh for this ndc yeah, yeah, yeah. primaries and then mpp primaries and I, if i tell you the, the how they have to go through um so many things just mm-hmm. to raise funds mm-hmm. to support themselves if you look at the amount involved for the ndc it was i think fifty thousand. Mm-hmm. So if you want to if you're supposed to get fifty thousand to be able to contest then it means that yeah, when, you, yeah. when you when you when you gain power you would want you to, to recoup. recoup exactly and before beyond even the fifty thousand, when it goes to the the, the day mm. you would have to sort Spend. out the people because now Spend. it's the order of the day people do not look at your capabilities what you have to offer they just look at what you are giving them in the moment and if you refuse to then it means that they would also refuse to to vote for you and this thing is real one thing i expressed one thing that was very amazing bro uh i remember there was this mp who came to our era to do his campaign and when he wherever wherever whichever like branch he went of the party you went to he shared 40 cities among everybody so everybody like everybody take each 40 city each 40 city then he came to our side where the the ndc branch was an ndc mp and that ndc was in power and this man came in people were out there he was talking to them and he said oh mp stop talking and give us our money oh don't worry when we go the school will take our children to the school don't worry we'll pay that school fee just give us the money and go sure. and that was what they were interested they were not interested in any message he was giving so he started laughing and they just okay then they said a prayer then they they they, they went away you know and they implode past hands i'm like really, really? exactly and you know the, even there is the ukuma was it ukuma let's recently the i think the ndc election right we saw one woman blowing cash yeah, we've not heard anything from spring that. Uh, some cash shatter you exactly right. <laughs> so 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 that that is affecting our politics today oh, yeah, and yeah. the interesting thing is that the npp mm the npp is really made up of i won't uh for the lack of words i'll say business mm-hmm. minds mm-hmm. you understand um communists and all of that yeah. so f- they come capitalists yeah. capitalist and all of that so they come strictly for the business you understand they come all in all out so exactly. and again they, they are in power and once they are in power there's that assumption that they have something in their pockets and so they would want and to use not, any means it's not assumption <laughs> they don't use any means to obviously when you are in opposition you are very yeah, careful because yeah, 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 you can't yeah, even yeah. tell if you're winning power so in yeah, yeah. in terms of spending you would yeah, want to be yeah. prudent mm-hmm. and make sure that you use the little you have judiciously uh, it's unfortunate that we are discussing things like that but that is the reality the reality on the ground so um then people when it comes to pushing such agenda mm. the npp is in a better position and they are good at doing that and they've done that before we move on to the next i just want to take your last your, your view on this lastly have you actually observed that all the men the gentlemen who are aspiring to lead the parties both on the ndc and the npp and the NDC we now have john mama former, former president mama and the mpp side we still have a lot of big men have you actually observed that all of them are among the, the richest in the parties in the parties um when you say richest um i i, I can't entirely bro, tell because bro, 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 let's, be <laughs> no, let's be frank who in mpp has more cash than 
Baumia, Alankas, Kennedy, Japan. And in other, like, who in MPP do you feel like has more cash? We know there are finances of the parties, but who do you think has more cash? So, just like, it's not the, it's, it's not the case no, that like, so the richest people are those when, running for power. When it, when it comes to um, finances, um, most of them have not declared their assets. There are some who are loud <laughs> out there and all of that. But I'm telling you, um, the, 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 even though I'm not a politician, mm -hmm. I have. A uh, number of friends, and I've I've indulged myself in politics a bit at the back, mm -hmm. and I can tell you that there are people. Sometimes personality also affects. Mm -hmm. So let's say we have someone like Honorable Kennedy Japan, who is loud, and because he's doing well financially, you'd hear him and all of that. There are people who are very good, but they are reserved by nature, mm -hmm. so you'd hardly hear of them. But that doesn't dispute the fact that those who have actually picked uh, forms to contest are doing so well financially. So I agree with you, but. To say that they they, they are, are entire the top, top the, okay. that I can't speak because, to because I was I was just thinking about it. If you have to take someone who has to be rich to run for presidency, it means that maybe we may be lacking out of a large number of people who can actually do a good job. Sure, that is what I'm thinking. If you make the democracy uh, expensive, quality will go down, or leadership will go down, sure. and that's where we are as a country, bro. You know, I remember some some years back. I think as far back as. Eight years ago, when I was a student writer those days on campus, University of Ghana, I wrote something about um, uh, uh, our presidents, the fact that they are not vetted. You see, at the, the party level, they are vetted. Um, when you're going for work, you are, you are, you are interviewed yeah, to see yeah, if you have what it takes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when it comes to presidents, the, the, the nation, someone who is supposed to be leading the country, there's nothing of that sort. If parties the parties themselves do not organize something like that to look at the competence and even at the party level what they mostly do don't look at competence well, they look at people who have been loyal people yeah, who have who what, have what the are, face and can pull yeah. exactly and can pull the crowd along that is what they look out for but in terms of reasoning mm. as to whether the person is even mentally stable mm. as to, to <laughs> what to understand the, the scope of ex, where he's going exactly into. there's nothing do, of that sort and you know that they, they, they actually even dodge what do you call it debates when the last you. time we had a presidential debate in Ghana? Like, it's just funny. I mean, it's, it's... And I think it's because some of these things... Um, They're not institutionalized. Exactly. Mm. So, um, as an institution like the, the EC mm. should take some of these things yeah, yeah, yeah. up because if, if it's part of your CI mm. and you make it open that mm. you would have a debate mm. for probably the media houses mm. or um, some mm. uh, major stakeholders because you can't have everyone coming, yeah, but yeah. some major stakeholders, it would be better and they would have no option yeah, than to, to but when we have um, civil institutions and mm. other bodies yeah, just yeah. organizing it, the person would, uh, may decide yeah, yeah. To, uh, to participate or not. Participate. I think I agree with you on that score because we Tell even America host debate. You see Trump, exactly. Biden, and co agreeing about what they want to do, and that's one of the ways that you can hold them accountable. Sure, we can we have a picture of you say a video of you saying this in your debate. You are not doing it. Why not doing it? But in Ghana here, if they say they what they don't do, they don't do. No one says anything. Uh, talking about what do you call it? Vetting the MPP is going to vet this man. But I see they say we discuss the MPP. I don't know why Ghana newspapers every day MPP and <laughs> is on top of it. Uh the vetting, there's what is there going to be any substance? Would you think there's going to be any surprises? If someone can be disqualified or what? I don't know what's what are the what's even the model of it. Oh, for, for, for the vetting, I think it's if you'd ask formality. me, it's, it's just a formality. Yeah. Uh, a formality to because you see, a lot of people are strategic when it comes to politics. Mm. I tell people, do not trivialize anything that is being done, mm. every single thing that is done mm. is done strategically mm. um, to favor <laughs> or to discourage <laughs> others. Yeah. 
obviously there are people who are very good when it comes to um Presentation, uh, presentations communications yes, and, yeah. and and all of that so these are going to be platform for so um back then in in, in school when you go for vetting it boosts the confidence of those the aspirants so i don't know how the mpp intends to do this if scores would come out as to who did well and all of that i'm not sure about that too but they would just if that is going to be the case fine but you know internally people would have oh we are there we are there that kind of thoughts and you know it goes down to to either encourage or discourage um some of the aspirants but i think or, or it's it's important that you vet the people that you are going to lead you because yes from the party line they need to align themselves with the party ideologies you understand a party like ndc is a, a socialist party yeah, yeah, and yeah. obviously your policies or what you have your intention should be in line with that if okay. there's a drift it shouldn't be very significant yeah, yeah, something yeah. i remember that that and i actually feel like there's a lot of political education in that aspect uh from by both parties or even all parties in ghana the more they should educate their supporters more on what they stand for on issues because in Ghana, everybody just going exactly. that's not what the world is dri- uh, drifting to us. Uh, lastly, let's look at this story stuff. Uh, a list of top tourist countries came up. Uh, Ghana is not in those top countries, but we have India, China, and Nigeria. Uh, I know Ghana is a very USC, India, Nigeria, China top the list of tourist arrival search in the world. I think after the pandemic, people are not trying to travel around and see. I think since 2020, people have been been indoors for a long time but after the pandemic the world is opening up slowly and slowly what do you think uh ghana can do to boost our tourism and even do you think there's any potential in the tourism sector i don't know what are you vexing that that, that that sector okay so um not to vex there mm-hmm. but then i uh, to as as an ordinary guy who is inquisitive mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. as someone who seeks knowledge and mm-hmm. we try as much as possible to delve yeah, into yeah, issues yeah, like yeah, that yeah. so um that tourism sector plays um, a significant role in the economy of ghana if if if, if you do a bit of research you realize mm-hmm. that it's i think the fourth um, um wow. for uh, and in contributing to, contributing GDP. to gdp wow. that that should tell you that and uh, ghana i think we and as of, as of um the about four years ago mm-hmm. that is not even four years somewhere in 2015 we're earning about 2.2 million us dollars mm-hmm from from exactly from from tourism, tourism. so it's significant i remember kenny japan was saying he wants to make uh, tourism he wants to use current tourism to develop ghana and for me i, I work in that uh, sector a little bit uh even though not so much deep but i see that actually ghana has a lot of tourism potential and tourism has a long uh, can contribute significant even more than it's doing right now to our growth and our gdp or our development as a country this has to do with our stories but then again a very 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 uh, sensitive issue the national cathedral you know one of the reasons why the, the, there was a candidate actually campaign for it is that it's going to boost tourism in ghana <laughs> now why would Ghanaians be calling for tourism for for efforts to boost tourism in the country to improve the on the on the on the significance and the contribution to the economy but are against the national cathedral i don't think that the national cathedral is something that can help our tourism um i think <laughs> you know what's all right so he uh, said if you want to see a change you don't go to Ghana, you go to Rome. <laughs> <laughs> so just like you said um it, it is true that we are trying as much as possible to mm. widen our our mm. activities and um the so revenue yeah, yeah, yeah. that we earn when it comes mm. to tourism and so you have to do a lot 
um, but the issue about the national cathedral i think the people who are against it are not coming from the points of tourism they, mm. they are coming from the point of um, one religion the uh, point of um, priorities yeah, because yeah, yeah. as a country there are a number of things that need to be done that our education system school feeding our transport um, system a lot of things need to be addressed healthcare, and that healthcare, yeah, like you said so um tourism is good but the the main intention of the cathedral is not necessarily tourism it's like a secondary yeah, um, something that would yeah, would to. be attached to again um, when you talk about the, the national cathedral uh, people are wondering who and who would want to it's religious folks who would want to visit the place aha mm. uh -huh. again we have other tourist centers which are already earning us something and so you if you have that money you can use that to, to improve it, okay. exactly to improve those ones which have already shown the uh, the, the, potential. The, the, the potential of bringing you something so um i know it, it's it's interesting nice, to yeah. but then they are looking at it from different angles yeah. if my my problem with the national cathedral is the fact uh, there are a number of them but basically why government would have to um, destroy state state infrastructure. infrastructure just to have a national cathedral for people to go in there and pray and then we we'll use other funds to go build it's just that there's the fact that we are spending government money on it is for me is, is, is my issue not that is for for me frankly speaking personally i think that the idea of that cathedral is not a bad idea first second but i think that the timing is not the best one because of the kind of situation we are in this account it looks like a luxury project for me just like exactly. you are it's not like you are an individual you have school fees to pay you have children's school fees to pay you have lives to pay you have a car to buy you have a house to build you have savings to to do and you go and buy you that you go and just buy some a, a, a fishing boat like a, a yacht who goes and to buy a yacht when you don't pay your school fees or when you don't pay your children's school fees or you can provide health care for your parents you see what exactly. i'm talking about so i think the problem is it's a luxury, luxury project which you don't care public funds but maybe in due in the future it comes something sure. that we can just use as a symbol of nationalism and and that's why i have issues with uh, a country in the sense that we're supposed to have a long-term um, national yeah. national goals yeah, uh -huh, yeah. development goals yeah. so that we know that okay these are the things we want to do in now. the next 20 okay. 30 years yeah, yeah. you see the rush in establishing the national cathedral tells you so much that it is not something that is in the interest of the country because yeah. if you want to do it you have to do it and do it, yeah, well. Yeah, do it well and looking at our situation yeah. we would have to relax and go gradually uh, when it comes to building the national cathedral but it looks like it's one person's um, agenda. agenda because yeah. i we, we all attest to the fact that the president, the president mentioned as part of uh, his, his pledge, to pledge and then promised that okay i want to i would build it when i win so mm -hmm. it's like an individual uh, agenda that has been nationalized yeah, which yeah, yeah. for some of us even though in the long run it would affect the country uh, in a whole mm. it, it, it's it's in a rush yeah, and it's when it's rush. in a rush it, yeah. it gives you the perception that it's for a specific agenda just yeah. to boast that i was the one who did it but if it's truly it's to fun. bring some um, income to help in uh, foreign exchange and all of that then we'll take our time mm. to do it well it's yeah. not a one-day thing yeah, yeah. you can have this built in like for 10 years 20 years, years. It's, it's, it's okay yeah yeah and that's the one thing that our leaders tell you we're almost out of time i would just end about like i said our, our leaders emulate even our society emulates a lot from the west our, our, our food our language our clothes our, our style our leadership our planning that we don't pick it at all from them because i know even in, in even in the east you go to china 
they have plan they have plan to 2060 development plan they have uh russia they have plans to develop their country in going to 40 years america the same thing but in ghana or mostly larger in africa like we are just going every two every one year anybody who just comes just do what he wants to do and they move away there's, there's no cohesiveness there's no there's no uh structure in the way we want to develop our states bro I think this way we we'll wrap up our conversation. It's almost eight a.m. We're having a, a, a deep conversation now. The the trading issues on our newspapers. Uh, would you have what do you want to say? Uh, what do you have any message? Anything you want to say to your people or out there? So um, I I I just briefly wanted to uh, touch yeah, yeah, about yeah, yeah. the so like like I've always said, mm. it is about the people who are being led. I tell people that the followers are more powerful than the leaders. Mm, mm. It is how you present yourself how you hold your leaders accountable because uh, i'm sure that our leaders also understand some of them a lot of them have uh, administrative knowledge and they believe that long-term goals would help the country but the ordinary Ghanaian would always look at the pocket who is looking at today yeah. and in four years time you have a span of four years to deliver mm. so when you are leaving office when you want to campaign and all of that people will look in the last four years what did you, what did you do but when it comes to long-term goals you would not some of them will not even beneficial to you today mm. but your generations to come yeah, yeah. but the ordinary Ghanaian wouldn't look at that mm. they wouldn't look at that. they just want to see me go to cool if you yeah. if you follow the elections and so yeah. when it happens like that the politician will also be be tempted to do something which is immediate short term and short term goals as we know hardly last but yeah. we, we still believe yeah, in the future we we we, we are all this are a reflection of us the people basically exactly. and that's what i think some god also said something was being lambasted but that's the truth the 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 character of the people transmits into a leader sure i think that we have to take a look at ourselves again as Ghanaians to see whether we are ready to be Ghanaians and full develop our nation together Charlie, sure. thank you so much for coming. Thank you so Anytime. much for coming. This has Anytime. been the GTA in the morning with me, Lazaruna, speaking with Mr. Franque, an activist and a student law, uh, law student at the University of Ghana. With this, this digression, or we've been discussing the, the front pages from across all the newspapers in the country right here in, on Ghana Talks Radio. I'll take a short break after, after the show. We'll come back with the news right at 8 a.m. And then we continue for our show. Stick and stay, enjoy. Bye bye. Yes, so far, someone in the home, I don't want to be able to get a little bit of a little bit of a little bit of a little bit of a I'm Miriam Holasi Tojago, Miss Ghana 2022, and this is Ghana Talks Radio. Keep listening. Hi, my name is Dapa Jaden, and keep on listening to Ghana Talks Radio. Hey, what up, people? This is Camilo, aka Mr. Grind on Stop, aka Top Boy. Hey, 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 what's up? My name is Jay Foley. Yes, and uh, you're live on Ghana Talks Radio. It's like dead, it's like dead. Keep listening. Ghana talks radio. Keep it locked. It's like dead. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Uh, if you are not, 
Yo, 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 what's up, what's up? It's your boy DJ Breezy. Keep watching Ghana Talks Radio. Hi, my name is Sparrow Music, and keep on listening to Ghana Talks Radio. Beautiful. <laughs> 